When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are a lot of people fighting to make the world more just today, but a lot of work remains. That's why Macy's Inc. has doubled down on their commitment to create positive societal change through Mission Everyone, an enterprise-wide social purpose platform. Mission Everyone dedicates $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025, directed towards the partners, products, people, and programs that help create a more equitable and sustainable future. To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out Macy's.com slash purpose. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. It's been a minute since I've been with you guys live here on Spotify Live. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Tonight, my first game back since the All-Star break, so it is good to be back. And what a game it was tonight. Rockets lose to drop their record of 13-47. and 47. I see Adam already in the chat. Uh, we need to talk about Jabari. We're going to get to all of that. Um, let's see, where do we want to start? Rockets lose 131-114. to 114. Uh, My sister's wedding was this weekend, so... I am a tad tired tonight, but we're going to go for about 20 minutes. Got a lot to talk about. You guys want to talk. You know the rules here at the Dream Take. You hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you right up on stage. Good friend of the show. Jim, what's going on? Mike, how you doing tonight, brother? Oh, man. I am here. My sister's married. Congratulations to them. It's been a, Thank you, brother, man. It's awesome. been a weekend. Um Real quick, before we get to whatever you want to talk about, I'm going to set the the tone here tonight. The Rockets are going to do nothing as it relates to this loss. This is another notch in the front office's ineptitude at building a roster. They're not going to fire Silas. They're not going to make any real changes. Damian Lillard is still one of the three most overrated basketball players in the last 20 years. What he did tonight was against a team – Literally without their starting backcourt, congrats, you beat Deshaun Nix. Like a team that's led by Damian Lillard will never, ever win anything of significance in this league. I will believe that until the end of time. Um, the Rockets tonight, I'm embarrassing, Jim, just across the board, coaching-wise. You know, you look at benching Shangun for seventeen, the last, what, 17 minutes tonight because he's terrible defensively, which he is. And I actually like the move in principle, but you weren't getting killed on the inside tonight. You were getting killed at the guard spot. Having Shangun in the game would have been beneficial down the stretch, but uh, that was weird to me. And why you're only playing Usman Garuba uh, eight minutes and he was a plus five tonight? He literally was your only player tonight that was a positive on the plus minus. Why are you only playing him eight minutes? And finally, Jim, why in the Drew Eubanks, you're going to let him clown you? Are you kidding me? 
like I think we've talked about this. You and I play ball nearly our entire lives, all right? You're going to let a dude who averages six points and five rebounds a game clown you? Like, he literally took Shing, nearly took Shingun's, what, shoulder out of the socket? Is that the best way to describe it? Did you see the play tonight? Yeah, that was dis- that was a ridiculous play. How he was not thrown out for that was embarrassingly bad by the referees. But the thing that's shocking that not a lot of people are talking about, except Adam Spillane of Sports Radio 610, there was one guy on the court that came to Shangun's defense by getting in, in Eubanks' face, and that was K.J. Martin. Where were the rest of his teammates? Where was the retaliation? Like, some people may look at this, Jim, and they're like, Michael, why are you calling for retaliation? That was my teammate. I would have gone straight for Eubanks' throat. I would have shoved that dude into the fourth row. And the fact that none of our guys did that, or the fact that Silas didn't get thrown out for not getting that call right by the refs, I would have fired Silas right then and there. But then again, my final point before we'll get to whatever you want to talk about, Jim, Tillman Fertitta is the worst owner in the NBA. You want to talk about, you want to place a $5.5 billion bid on the the Washington, whatever the hell they are. What are they now, Jim? The Commanders. You know how embarrassing that is? Hey, let's go spend $5.5 billion on an NFL franchise, and you are not spending dick on your team. Sorry for for the language, but that's what he's doing. He's spending nothing on his NBA team. He's telling the fan base, sit on it and twist and watch my NBA team be the worst team in the league three years in a row, and you're going to talk about wanting to go buy an NFL team? You can kick rocks, Tillman. You and your lapdog GM, uh, Raphael Stone. Yeah, the the Twitter fanboys and girls who want to say, you know, uh, to build Raphael Stone a statue. You can build him a statue in this middle finger that I got up to you right now. That's where I'm at. Miss me with all that BS. Because that's all this is. People are just now seeing it, Jim. You and I, people like you and I have been on this for the last two years, and it's refreshing to see people literally now coming around on the fire Silas train. It's so funny to me. It's so funny. And how, you know, he's monitoring the situation and how it's going to have to all kind of, route through him, you know, with any team and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know, and, and, and how he talked about how the Rockets are hot mess. And it's like, you, you just now figured out they're yeah. hot mess. They've looked like pure sweaty balls and ass for two and a half years. But, well, and it's, but, but put a, man, put it behind you. Who was it that came out? Was it Perkins who said that he's hearing rumors about things going? Is it Perkins? I don't want to misspeak. Somebody just came out within the last 72 hours and they were like, you know, the, the situation is much more dire in Houston that's being led on to believe or some, some BS like that. I'm like, uh, you think? This is what happens. But you know what, Jim? This is what people wish for. This is what they wish for. This is what you get. This is what, this is what tanking looks like. And again, it's never worked in the NBA. Yep, and and there is a way, I mean, you know, I've said this time and time again, mm. there's a way to tank without it destroying you. 
And to your point, you have no culture. You could have spent this whole, there are a thousand things that could have happened this year that they pissed it all away. You could have juggled the lineups. You could have figured out what kind of offense you really want to run. You could have done all these things. Nope, nope, nope. We've we've just been playing grab ass and tickle dick the whole year long, right? <laughs> and <laughs> your point, like yeah. now you got a bunch of guys who you've you screwed with their confidence, right? Jabari is a walking, talking example of when your confidence is not right, that's what it looks like. And well, and it's also like, what the hell is going on with KPJ? Something is going on. There's no way a toe injury keeps you out this long. There's no way. Sorry, I don't believe it. I'm, and, I, and I interrupt you to bring that point up of confidence. There's no confidence in this team. Literally, Silas said it no. himself that they don't even run plays for Jabari. And you know what? Shame on Rockets fans. I'm never going to tell somebody how to fan. Do whatever you want when it comes to this team at this point. But if you're bashing a 19-year-old in Jabari Smith for his play right now, offensively, the dude sucks. But if you actually watch the games, he's, the only, he's one of the only guys on this team that cares defensively. He's one of the only guys. Like At least he's showing up night in and night out. And I love, Jim, how some people are like, they shouldn't have taken Jabari. I'm like, who else would you have taken at three? And don't lie. You're lying if you say anybody but Jabari right. Smith because everybody we talked to everybody you see all the takes in the offseason no matter what it was Paolo it was Chet and it was Jabari wherever you land in there that's who you're gonna go get so it's like okay you're you're with Jabari so I want to defend Jabari like I want to be one of the few people because unfortunately people like us you know we're a glutton for punishment you know we're watching him the entire year let me ask you this Jim if I told you Insert guy who's played 56 out of 60 games. He's playing 30 minutes a night. He's shooting 38% from the field, 30% from three. He's an 80% free throw shooter. And the dude is averaging 12 points and seven rebounds a game and nearly a block and a steal a game. Do you take that? Me too. Me, me too. And Adam says, uh, and Adam, I'll get you, I'll get you on the mic here in a few minutes. He cares defensively, but he makes one great defensive play and three terrible defensive plays. Whole team sucks defensively. That's the point, you know. And I had to come around on this, Jim, because I, I'm really hard on Shen Goon defensively. He is nearly not playable defensively. But at this point, like if you're gonna be this bad, play whoever. Like defensively, it almost doesn't even matter anymore. Right. It's hard to look. It's hard to it's hard to judge Jabari because this team is so the entire team is bad defensively. You can't put it all on him. He's 19. He's 19. He has one year of good, hard, organized ball under him in college. So to say it's all about him. No, this is about coaching. Now, actually, go, you know, beat that damn drum until, you know, we tear the damn drum up. But like the reality. Well, I would I would hire I'd hire Bruce Pearl in five seconds for this team. You want to talk about you know decent coaching? This is, he, didn't, how, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it right now. How, yeah, how about the big balls on the on the Hawks to go do what they did? That's called I want to win, not well. Let me just you know. They got the hire wrong though. They got the hire wrong. 
well, they may have gotten it wrong, but give them credit for at least doing it. something. Well, I respect it. I mean, I, I, I respect the move in that manner, yes. And, but the Rockets, they, they're not that. And, and no. that's what it comes down to no. is what people don't get is they, they just don't get it, Jim. They don't understand that what the Rockets are doing right now, they're not doing anything. So they're doing something which is not doing anything, if that makes sense. You have the worst coaching staff I've ever seen. I, in the NBA right now, for sure, it teeters, and I'm not kidding, on maybe the worst coaching staff I've ever seen in the NBA, ever, of all time. Where's, where is Lionel Holland? Yeah. You know, you hire him to be this defensive guru, and you look at what the Rockets are doing right now, and, and it, it's so hard to blame the guys playing, if that makes sense. Like, it's hard to look at Deshaun Nix. Deshaun Nix at least tried tonight. You know, I give him credit for that. You know, they're showing up. The Rockets have now lost one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. They've lost nine games in a row. You know, and you say Kelvin Sampson, he doesn't have the balls, Tillman Fertitta doesn't, to hire Kelvin Sampson. He won't do it. And and now he and now he can't have his foot in both camps because he represents the University oh, of, of Houston as well. Even though that that's my number one guy. You know, but watching the game tonight, nobody right will ever convince me until I see it for myself. Damian Lillard is a bucket getter. Congrats. You ain't going to win Jack Squat Diddley with Damian Lillard as your best player. Sorry. Great player. Great score. Phenomenal scorer. You ain't going to win anything with him. Just like Westbrook. Westbrook, Carmelo, and Damian Lillard, the three most overrated players of the last 10 years, maybe the last 20. I put McGrady up there too. At least McGrady made it to a finals in Orlando, though. But he wasn't the best player on that team. It was Dwight Howard. Well, when you look at what a young team should look like, um, who's trying to figure it out? Orlando, all day long. All day long, that's what it's... I mean, what about Sacramento? You know, what about Sacramento? What about uh, Oklahoma City? You know, that's the the difference to me. you know those two. I I don't know that I I don't, I, can't, I, can't, I have a hard time buying where they are. You can't knock it. They are where they are. But when I look at Orlando, the reason I buy that situation is because number one, people are where they're supposed to be, and two, they're not playing above their head. Long term, those situations, that situation is going to be better than the other two because Sacramento. This is a this is a flash in the pan. They're they're gonna they're gonna flame out in the first round. See, I don't yeah, think so. I just, uh... Right now, if the if the playoffs started today, they'd play the Mavericks. That's a tough matchup for them. But I will say this: I mean, Dallas has. I mean, De'Aaron De- 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 Fox is is balling right now. I mean, what thirty points in six straight games for De'Aaron Fox? That would be an incredible matchup because I think I think Sacramento would would beat them up front with Sabonis. Uh, who else do they have? They got another guy. And you got De'Aaron Fox, obviously. Well, the, the, Ma- the, Maver- the Mavericks are a mess. 
bring bring anybody off the street they want. The well, well, also, fans. well, also, look, and we'll, I'll get to you in just a second, Adam. Uh, look at Sacramento, man. But you you talk about they acquired Sabonis. You know, it took a lot for them to move on from Halliburton, but they brought in Sabonis. They brought in Kevin Herter. They brought in Malik Monk. I mean, Malik Monk is averaging fourteen points. You know, for them this year, this is the thing, man. Keegan Murray was the fourth pick in the draft. Keegan Murray is averaging less points per game than Jabari is. Now, his team is much better because he has so much more talent. But that's the thing is Sacramento has leaned into what they do well, which is score points. And I just I, – something is wrong, Jim. When your team is 13 and 47 and your head coach still has his job, Something is wrong. Something is not going according by societal standards. I just don't get how Steven Silas still has a job. And not just that, not just that it's, it's, it's wrong. He's comfortable, right? Oh yeah. He looks like he he doesn't give a shit most day in and day out. That little, that little tirade he threw about not playing defense. Like, oh my God, that that was so manufactured. It was ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, dude, I'm I'm totally with you, and you know the with all due respect to Stephen Silas, I understand his father passed. We're past that, you know. I, I get it. Tough situation. He, he came in to coach other guys. His father passing. It's all sad. You're still the head coach of the team, and it lays at your feet, Jim. It's always a pleasure, my friend. Thank Thanks, brother. Let's go to Adam. Adam, welcome. What's going on? Well, let me bring you in. Give me one sec. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Hey, What's Mike. up, brother? I, uh, we're going to disagree on this. I think we talked about a week and a half ago about Jabari. Okay. And I mean, we've we've come to our we've come to our conclusion. You know, the dead end with Silas. We know what's going to happen. There's only so much okay. you can beat a dead a dead horse, as they say, right? It's it's done. He's he's done, right? Like I I don't I can't bash him anymore. He just is what he is, but. Jabari Smith, all right. What are what are the excuses that people make for him? Well, he's he's 19. He's young. He's the ninth youngest player in the NBA. Five of the five of the players that are younger than him are better than him in the NBA. So um, Jalen Duran, number you know number one. He's I think the youngest player in the NBA. Uh, Shaden Sharp plays 20 minutes a game. You know I think he's a more efficient scorer. Is This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. 
Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void or prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical better defense you know def- defensive player he's elite elite, elite. well J- but Jalen Duran is an eight and eight guy I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say Jalen Duran is a better NBA prospect than Jabari he he competes out there he's not a net negative player he's probably the second or third best player he's, on that on that you know Pistons team if you include you know Cade Cunningham he's part of their future yeah, it's a stretch for me. But, I mean, his team has two more wins, and he's on a team with Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham, and Bo- Bojan Bogdanovic, who's averaging 21 points a game. I mean, Durant's fine. Who's, this, who's the next one, Shadon Sharp? Shade Sharp with the, you know, Portland. You know, he didn't play well tonight, but he's shown more consistently in limited time than, you know, than, than Jabari. As Jabari's averaging 30 minutes a game, you know, Shaden gets 15 Still kind of uh, scores what eight nine points a game. Uh, I think he actually scores like yeah. I, I, I would well, he played he played twenty nine minutes. Uh, sorry, his last game he played tonight. He didn't have a good game. Uh, the twenty third, he had twenty two minutes. He scored nine points on four fourteen from the field. I mean, I'm not such shade on sharp as not long term a better prospect in my eyes. So who else you got? Jeremy Sohan definitely better. Uh, okay, I have. Six doesn't have to. Whatever the saying is, he's fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going. Think, I'm not going to the mat, would, and I'm saying for sure he's going to be a better player long term than Jabari. Less than a season, dude. I mean, ultimately, what? But what? What are you getting to? What's the ultimate point? What I'm getting to is I looking back. And we, I talked to Jeremy about this. I don't want to rehash too much, but like he he played one year in college last year. The, the the NCA three point line is twenty feet nine inches. The NBA three point line is 23, 23 feet nine inches, three feet beyond that. He was hugging that three point line in college. His form looks good. You know, you can t- you know, can say like his form looks good. It should go in. He is not a good shooter. He just is not a good shooter, and that just doesn't seem sustainable. But he insists on being a dude that just hangs out there at six ten, six ten and a half just hoisting up threes that aren't going to go in. And it's just like, do something different. Maybe don't, maybe you're not a three point shooter. Maybe try to play like LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, go in five feet, you know, shoot, you know, shoot that elbow jumper, you know, do something different. And you can say that's the Silas. Yeah. The coaching staff is to blame for that. They should be enforcing that. You're not making your shots. It's not turning around. You need to try something different. But that's also on Jabari. You know, these these are kids. Yes, you know, these are teenagers. But he's 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 an adult in the NBA. He needs, you know, the same way that Jalen, Jalen last year, he got a lot of praise from me and others because he was part of a dysfunctional environment. But he rose above that. 
You know, like they, they weren't running plays for him early in the year. He, he changed kind of just the general narrative of, of, of his season by taking charge. That's not something that Jabari's doing. Like, I know we, we disagreed a, a week and a half ago about, I need to, I need to like, yeah. Well, but here's the difference, right? Here's the difference. What else would you have done at three? You're pigeonholed and you have the worst coach in the league. What do you want from the guy? I'm not double, double guessing that because anybody would have picked Jabari Smith because, you know, because so, so you're, uh, let me ask you this. You're ready to give I'm, up. But we can assess who he is today, right? No, you can't because he's playing without a point guard. He's literally playing without a point guard, Adam, because they don't play tie tie enough. Everybody's playing without a point guard. I, I, I can. And who's, who's thriving on this team right now? Give me one guy who's thriving. Tar, you know, Tari getting 30 minutes a game is a better player than Jabari Smith. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Mm. Yes, KJ Martin getting 30 minutes a game consistently throughout the season is a better player than Jabari Smith. Okay, so Tari right now in 20 minutes, he's averaging 20, 19 minutes a game. He averages eight and a half points, five and a half rebounds. He's also playing majorly against second units. So you think you would rather have Tari on the court for 30 minutes versus Jabari? Is that what you're saying? I would, I would rather have Jabari coming off the bench. I, I would even take it a step further, but I know you, you laughed at me at this point. And, you know, and, and I, I've thought about it. I want to, you know, I want to, I want Jabari to show me that, you know, in a five game span in the G League, he can score 25 a game. Show me that you can be an elite G League player. Just, you know, and then, like, because it's the, the defense, you're right. The entire team's defense is terrible. He's probably one of the better defenders, which is saying very little because, you know, some guy just scored 71 on you. And when he had 56, Silas didn't even double team. I mean, at some point, you should just be like, we're not going to win this game. We're going to triple team Dave because there's no way in hell. A, a player's going to score 70 on us. That's just, that's just, you know, even if you've given up layups at that point, you know, and, and but, you, but you can't, you can't send him to the bench. Like, you can't send him to the bench and you can't send him to the confidence gym. is so brittle that, that like we're worrying about that's, that's not a player that I, I have confidence in that if he loses confidence by going, to- you don't know, but you don't know about his confidence. You have no, no, none of us know. It's all conjecture. You, you don't. So let me ask you a question. You honestly don't feel for the kid. At all, you don't feel bad for him at all. This is a business; he's getting paid just like everybody else. Okay, and, and, and if we look at just tonight's game, right? The Rockets cut the lead to eight with eight minutes to go, largely in part due to like the catalyst, uh, you know, the energy of Boban and Josh Christopher. What happens after that? Okay. They take a timeout. After you know, Portland takes a timeout. They they put they put uh, Jabari at the center position, and it falls apart. At that point, yeah, he has one because he's not a center. He's not a I'm center. Not about, he's I'm playing. Not talking about he, being a center. I'm just the substitution. Like both, he's out of position. He's out of position. They don't run plays for him, and he's playing for the worst head coach in the league. That none of this is at Jabari. The, the, none the, of this the, is Jabari's fault. The play, the play where D- Damian Lillard just dunked on his head. Jabari's okay. in the in the middle of no man's land. In the middle of the lane. Damian Lillard drives by two players. Yeah, Dacian Nix is a, is a traffic cone out there. But you gotta you gotta stop that dude. If you're you know he's not even anywhere near his own man. That's beyond the point. He he just gets you know like the the reason that they made a comeback was partly if we're being fair is because Damian Lillard was on the bench. 
but also because Boban was out there and he's actually a rim protector just by putting his hands in there. He, they basically just had him in the playing zone, you know, playing play in the middle of the lane and they were just kind of hustling out there. And, and uh, just the enter, just, yeah, he's, he's not a center, but it just, it doesn't, I mean, it just, it's, it doesn't work out there. Like it just, everything else just fell apart when he's out there. You just see, you see that, you see that by his, you know, net, you know, this is net, net positive. But I'm not ready. Adam, you and I both know you can't give up on Jabari. I'm not giving and up on him. Like, it, I, it, I mean, it sounds I, like you I, are, I though. To, it sounds draft, like you are. We drafted Tari Eason as well. Why don't we try to develop, you know, Tari Eason a little more? What, why are he's playing, he's playing 20 minutes a game? the third player overall. We're tied to basically give give him the most development. No, we, we have to adjust. We're, we're, we criticize the coaching staff by not doing that, but maybe, you know, so if they ran more three point, you know, more plays to get, to get Jabari open three point looks, he's going to make those. I, I don't think so. You got to put him in different. We don't positions. know. You don't know. Cause they don't run plays for him. Look, honestly, the, I think both of us are on the same page. The, if, if I'm going to bet on two of these three guys, Tate, and you don't forget about KJ. You still got to develop KJ too. You got a log jam. Giving up on Jabari would be a massive mistake by the Rockets, which with this front office, I wouldn't put that past them at this point. But that like, the the hate that this kid is getting right now is unwarranted. Because this is a lot, this is a loss. Jabari. I legitimately felt bad for him. I felt bad for him when things were going downhill and Silas kept him in the game. I think you got to take him out at that point. It's just like it was it was almost embarrassing. Like they they were they were you got to let him play through it. You got to let him play through it. He's also not playing alongside what would you say? Cage or Jalen Green is this team's best player? Easily. KPJ when he's healthy is in the top 3. So you're playing top 3 guys. It's unfair to Jabari Smith to not get him to not give him a real point guard. You know, that's that's actually interesting. And I was thinking, why didn't the Rockets go get Patrick Beverly? You know, like the Bulls, they're stupid because yeah. they're stupid. That's why. Tonight, would, would Lillard have gone off for seventy one against you know against Patrick Beverly? No, he might have gone off for forty five. Yeah, possibly. I give I give Knicks credit. Knicks played some decent but, but, defense tonight on him. But the thing was, Beverly would have got a flagrant too and got ejected at some point. If, if but that I mean, stuff yeah, but I mean, I saw I saw on the timeline that people wanted Jabari to go cover Lillard. That's not his assignment. That's not his role. But he it's, did cover Lillard, and, and it was and it wasn't good. Uh, what? Because it, come on, man! How many six ten guys are going to be able to stay with with Lillard? That's, that's unfair. He was promised that he was promised to be an elite defender. You know, like he, he is. He can start no. to speak. He's six ten, you know, like that. That's that. That was what we were talking give me, about. Give me one six ten guy that can cover that can stay with Lillard in the league. Give me one. When when AD is elite and no. he's actually motivated, yeah. You're like not, when, on, when you're six foot ten, you you put your hand in the air, you know, to, to the towards the to the towards the um the strong foot of the player. You slide your feet and you have you know like it just it's it's just not. I, it's, it goes, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't pass the eye test for me. You know? There's more that goes into it. We're going to wrap the show up here in a couple minutes. But I, I do want to say this, that this whole season, no one's developing. Nobody. There's not one guy. Shangun was good offensively last year. He's better 
one guy on that's a coaching problem. You know, like they've got a real problem, a massive problem because it's a lost year. You know, you have your you you have your drunk ass owner basically. You, you basically, consider- he said, "Pray for Victor." That's what they are. They're they're praying that the lottery goes their way, which it hasn't tonight. We're we're not far away, I think, from just breaking this team down to the studs. If we get Wembenyama and trying to extract as much value from you know from from most of the team and keeping three to four guys, you know, I think Shingun, to your point, the, the the rest of the league is so high on him. If you could get two first round picks, get two first round picks for Shingun. You know, because we we but well, what the plan should be is getting Wembenyama or Scoot, hopefully Wembenyama, and 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 adding adding two max contract guys. You know, and and you know, and and trade, you know, and and, and one by trade, and hopefully one your free agency over the next two years. That that should be the plan. There aren't many legit NBA players on this team, and I just it's it's sad to say, but it's true. KJ, Jalen, Tari, they're they're players. Dacia Nix is not going to play in the NBA. He shouldn't play in the NBA after this season. He's not an NBA player. He just isn't. There are, and there's too many of those guys on this team. But, uh, you know, sorry for spreading all the negativity. I just, oh, oh, no, you're good, brother. No, it's real. But it's, that's the thing, Adam, is that everything that you're feeling and I'm feeling and everybody is real. And I, it sucks, man, because I honestly, I can't wait for this season to be over. I, I, I literally it's, cannot wait to not have to watch this team anymore, especially when Jalen doesn't play. And that's why it comes back to a respect thing for me that Jabari could very easily at this point fake an injury. Oh, my thigh hurts. Oh, my hamstring hurts. I'm not playing tonight. He's played 56 out of 60 games. He's played hurt. This kid is going to be fine. I said it when they drafted him, and I think this is still right. Long term, I think he's got Trevor Ariza type of longevity in this league because I think he's actually going to be really good defensively once he's surrounded by the right guys. If you tell me that the Rockets drafted Trevor Ariza at three, do I love it? Obviously not, but I would take it depending on what else happens and what else they bring in. Because if you bring in Vic and you bring in some stud guards, you're going to need a guy like Jabari. And that's the thing, Adam, is do you agree or do you agree or disagree with the following statement? Portland will never win anything of significance as long as their best player is Damian Lillard. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, been that's my point. Yeah, there because they don't surround they don't surround him with the right guys. They just don't. And for Simons is McCollum two point You know, they're just re trying the same experiment. Correct, and they have Joseph Nurkic. I like Nurkic. You know, but acquiring guys like Cam Reddish. I mean, that's fine. They he needs more star power there. They don't have that. They don't have star power in Portland. But like a guy, you know. So I just. What what I really need to see the rest of this, I need to see his shot be there a little bit. I need to, I need to see totally an fair. open three point shot go down because that's that's the bare minimum for an NBA player to get chance in this league. Matisse Thybul sure. was an all defensive player. The reason he's not in Philadelphia anymore is because he couldn't hit a shot to save his life. He never developed offensively, and there's a risk there. I need you know if you're getting an open shot, Jabbar, you got to make it. You just got to make it. That's the bare minimum. If you're, if you're going to be Trevor Ariza, 
he made open shots for the most part. He was streaky, but you know, he was, you know, he, he had a, a couple of, you know, 40%, you know, three point shooting seasons. No, he absolutely did. You do look at, I mean, his first year in 2004, 2005, he shot 23% from the three point line. Now he didn't, he didn't, he didn't shoot a ton, but then you look at, you know, he didn't become a, his first year that he shot over 40% was in 2013 and 2014 when he shot 41%, but then it took him nine years to develop that. I'm not saying it's going to take Jabari nine years to figure that out. Hopefully it doesn't. But again, you look at his numbers, he's statistically, he's having a better year than Keegan Murray. And Chet hasn't played at all this year. Paolo's doing his thing. I, I give him that. But everybody literally said to take Jabari at three. You were going to take Jabari. I just, I don't hold, I don't hold it against him because he's playing for the worst head coach in the league. And it just, it's, it's enough already, but Adam, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks, brother. This has been another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Once again, your unhappy final from Portland. Rockets lose 131 to 114 to drop their record of 13 and 47. Uh, congrats to Damian Lillard for dropping a 71 burger tonight against the Rockets. Uh, we will be back live with you guys. Let me take a look at when the Rockets' next game is. Uh, the 28th. So that's going to be on Tuesday. Uh, the Rockets will be back in action against the Denver Nuggets at Toyota Center. Uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure to follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow me on Twitter at BS, or excuse me, at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Follow my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, at Jeremy Brenner. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. You're on Facebook, search the Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. We'll talk with you on Tuesday night, folks. And until then, go Rockets. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. 
Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito 